episode of Elvis Lives, a conspiracy theory podcast. You know who you've got here, it's me, it's KB, and I've also got Julie sitting right next to me. Surprise! No, you don't. Oh my goodness, who are you? I'm a girl! (laughs) Well, that's kind of fitting for today's podcast, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) For a second there, I was like, what are we doing again? Oh, that's That's right. right, What's that got to do with, oh no, it's the other one. (laughs) (laughs) We we are going to talk about uh, good old Adolf Hitler. What? Yeah. Mr. Hits. Yeah. I'm like, I'm in a deep, dark pit of despair after researching this one, Julie. <laughs> I mean, we know we know what he was like as a dictator. It was much more frivolous to just research the conspiracy <laughs> half of this, that's for sure. I was like, ah, lol. Okay. Um, so let's just jump into it and get over and done with, because I don't want to talk about it more than we have to. Rip that Hitler band Yeah, let's do it. Look. We all know about Hitler. We learned about him in school. I never learned. I never learned you about never Hitler in school. Learned about Hitler in Mm-mm. school. Nope. Okay. Well, maybe I do need to backtrack a little bit. Yeah. Oh. Well, I was thinking the other day. I was like, okay, is Hitler still really the the most evil we have to compare people to? I'm like, what is the ultimate evil now? And then I realized how many people died. Yes. In concentration camps. I was yes. Like, oh. Oh, no. Oh, a lot. Oh, he bad. Yeah, like 40 million people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, he wiped out a significant portion of the yeah. population. It, there is... He is no, He is the top of the evil scale. Yeah, he's Satan. He, yeah. So until anyone can beat that, he's Satan. <laughs> well, at one point, he wasn't Satan. Aww. He was born on Aww. April 20th, 1889. I was... What? 1889. Just a cash yeah, just almost exactly a hundred years before me. Give and take some months, but uh, <laughs> crazy, huh? He was actually born in a, a little Austrian town on the Austrian-German border, so he wasn't actually German. Mm, That's the he thing. Was Austrian. He was Austrian, which is something I didn't know before. Which I was like, oh great, this is just—it's going to be a whole lot of fun. He was one of six children. However, Adolf and his one of his sisters were the only two to survive until adulthood. The Maybe rest all passed Adolf away. Adolf secretly killed them. Maybe. Look, Plucking off one we by one. Don't know. It sounds like his dad, um, Alois. I don't know how to pronounce Where that. Is it? It's A-L-O-I-S. Alois? 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 I don't know. Like if you're Austrian. L-O-I-S. would be Louis. If you know how to pronounce that name, guys, we, we're bad with names, so bear with us. He, um, they didn't have a very good relationship. He disliked his father. He feared his father. Um, he oh, died, his, I know, his dad died in 1903, mm-hmm. and his mum died of cancer in 1907. Um, his, him and his mum were, he loved his mum. He was very devoted to his mum. Never mom. trust a mother's boy. Yeah. Mother's boy, that's a different. A mummy's boy. A mummy's boy. A Never mummy's... trust a mummy's boy. Uh, after graduating high school, he did not go on to tertiary education. He um, he went and visited Vienna instead and came home to Linz, uh, just dreaming like of being an artist. Aww, that know, makes me right? so sad. He applied for the Academy of Fine Arts in Vienna twice, but was rejected both times, so resorted to living a lonely life of isolation, painting postcards and ads for income. So this kind of is where historians kind of look at his life and be like this is probably the moment <laughs> of living by himself feeling isolated not having um 
his mum, who he loved a lot, he had moved to Vienna by this point, so didn't really know anybody either. He'd come from a small town. Spirals start to happen when things like that happen. In 1913, he moved to Munich. In the next year, he petitioned the Bavarian king to be allowed to serve in World War I after being classified unfit to serve in his military screening earlier that year. Although deemed as having inadequate physical vigour, the king approved Hitler's request and he joined the 16th Bavarian Reserve Infantry Regiment, which is another point where I'm like, okay, so if he had gotten into art school, would he have applied for war? If the king had said no... Would he have gone to war? It's like the butterfly effect kind of. It is the butterfly effect. And also, they don't they didn't turn away a lot of people. No. So he must have been really weak. Yeah. But then the war took over and they needed lots of people. Yeah. So the king was like, yes, come and join <laughs> you now. You know what? We'll take you now. We'll take you now. Uh, he was deployed to Belgium in 1914 and he continued to serve on the front lines as a headquarters runner for the duration of the war. Hitler was rewarded with the Iron Cross Second Class in December 1914 and the Iron Cross First Class, a rare decoration for a corporal in August 1918 for his bravery. But they regret that now. You're yeah. like, here, have a medal. Oh my god, this medal makes me feel so good. It makes me feel so strong and so powerful. Have, I'm have another going one. to become a dictator. <laughs> have another one. Uh, after the war ended he went back to munich and he joined the germans german workers party um where he was put in charge of the party propaganda that was his job obviously he, with an art background too he made a lot of do stuff. you think maybe he had like a conspiracy theory podcast oh maybe <laughs> and he's like guys let's write some let's... bs Why? and Uh-oh. we'll put it out there with that's not us though guys just so you know we're talking about hitler that's yeah. Anyway, I mean, I'm German, not Austrian. <laughs> That's true. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh So when he was put in charge of the party propaganda, he left the army to devote his time um, to getting further ahead in what was now called the Nazi Party. Mm. Um, at the time, <laughs> Munich was a hub for servicemen who were dissatisfied with the result of the war and the way the world now worked. Okay. So it was a it was a good place to be if you were wow. like minded. Um, many of these men joined the Nazi Party, and Hitler's ideals and ways of going about things is what I like put in, in <laughs> ways of going um, about things caused friction within the party. But his threat of resignation was enough to keep the other members quiet. So people liked him. People didn't like him, but they liked that he could. He was able to rally a lot of people. He, I think his first speech got six thousand people in the audience. God, and his propaganda charismatic yeah that's what it says um so when he was like well if you don't like it then i'll leave and they're like oh we need you though so i guess you can stay <laughs> yeah Again, uh, butterfly effect. this is so disappointing within three years of joining the party hitler went from publicity to the party leader with his charisma yeah. leadership skills and now unlimited power he soon attracted a large audience of devoted followers do you ever wonder if you were born in this time in that area yeah. as a german yeah do you ever wonder if you would have found hitler hot <laughs> <laughs> um this is amusing i've only just had with like his proven Charisma. I'm like, I wonder if I was not given any information that we have now and how yeah. awful he is as a human, yeah. if I would have been like, you hot. I mean, he he 
was able to talk a lot of people into into doing a lot doing of a lot really of bad stuff. Yeah. Look, I don't know. I would mm. hope not. Me too. But also, mm. <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> um, at this time, Germany's government was on the brink of collapse. Hyperinflation saw the price of a loaf of bread rise from 250 marks to 200 billion by November. <laughs> That is what that is a direct quote, and I like. I'm like, I don't know in terms of marks what that is now. Like, what was then now? But it seems but like a hundred two billion. We can guess is a lot. Um, Hitler went. So then Hitler was like, "Let's start a revolution because this is a little ridiculous." You know what we're gonna do? You know what we're gonna do? Revolution. Yeah, it's. It's the only way. The French did it. We can do it. <laughs> Surprisingly, it didn't work out. Ooh. He was arrested for treason um, oh. after his attempt to seize power and tell the Bavarian government to announce the said revolution. Oh. Wait for it, though. He served nine months of his five-year sentence. I mean, long enough to cook a human, but... Didn't even serve a year. And then was released overcrowding yeah. um, uh, uh. Um, it was during this time that he began to write his uh, political autobiography yeah we just gave him time yeah. we gave him nine months to sit and think we, we, we gave him a lot of time um, I, you all know the title of that I don't need to say it because I definitely can't pronounce where it where is it Mein Kampf there we go um, where we start to see more of his ideals so Hitler believed that Marxism was the enemy of Nazism but that the Jews were also the greatest enemy of all and that they were the incarnation of evil. Another quote says, Obsessed with race and the idea of ethnic purity, Hitler saw a natural order that placed the so-called Aryan race at the top. Historians, like reading a lot of articles, it says that historians are kind of unsure of when exactly this anti-Semitism began. Um, and when it became his like deepest his and strongest belief, um, but um, it is kind of evident from the beginning in things that he says. I'm actually trying to find out now if he had any religious beliefs, because well, this he, would go against everything. He definitely it wasn't just Jews that he um, he captured and murdered and decided were the worst was it of the enemy? worst but like if you even um, begin your your um your anti everyone yeah. with i'm gonna take all the jews out which is basically what he did yeah jesus was jewish like you, yes i was really hoping you're not claiming to be i can't a i can not uh it didn't come up it in doesn't. anything that i read so i can't believe that he was um, so things kind of started to change in that nine months. Not a lot of time in jail, but no. it was a lot of time for the country. So Hitler rejoined a seemingly new Germany after his release from jail. Um, another quote, economic stability had been achieved by a currency reform and the Dawes plan had scaled back Germany's World War I reparations. Oh my goodness. The Republic seemed to have become more respectable. So he was like, great. <laughs> Hitler started to be banned from giving speeches. Great. Yeah. Um, but if we could pop him back in jail at any time. Guys. Anytime. Just 
just despite not being able to talk anywhere, his numbers slowly continue to grow. <laughs> Yeah, I hate this. Yeah, it's. A, I told you it was a lot, and I'm not even. This is not even everything. This is just like <laughs> the, the highlights, notes. the, oh, you know, the lowlights, low the lowlights, the lowlights. Low so after this time, we're at like 1930 now. It's the Great Depression. We are oh, still 10 years away. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> during the Great Depression and after teaming up with nationalist Alfred Hugenberg and his newspapers. <laughs> Um, Hitler was now able to gain a nationwide audience for the first time in his career. Again, the butterfly effect of this particular partnership saw the Nazi party become the second largest in the country, and Hitler was eventually appointed to Chancellor of Germany after being made a German citizen. <laughs> so the Chancellor's like kind of second in command, vice president, essentially. VP. Is what I can tell from reading stuff. Right. Um, and one more quote, because I can't just write all this myself, guys. Hitler capitalised on economic woes, popular discontent, and political infighting to take absolute power in Germany. He's like, who's feeling sad? What are you feeling sad about? Okay, great. We feel sad about it too. Come <laughs> join us. After the parliament building uh, was severely damaged by fire and the death of the president, Hindenburg, um, the people voted Hitler to be both president and chancellor, or... Now a new term, Führer, which we Führer. Uh, his involvement in said fire is uncertain, unknown. <laughs> For another day, is it? Yes. Oh, my mm. God. We're not entirely sure if he had a hand in it. Today. But, Set uh, someone on fire. Yeah. I mean, he is now known for that as well. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> By 1935, oh, so here we are. We're getting to the end, guys. By 1935, Hitler had stripped the Jewish people of their German citizenship and forbidden them to marry or be in a relationship with people of German or related blood. Concentration camps had been established two years prior to this. Hate it. Over the next year, disenfranchised Jews endured additional decrees that took away their political and civil rights as well, burning books, forcing newspapers out of business, using radio and movies for propaganda, and forcing teachers um, in Germany um, to join the party um, was also in full swing by this time. So now we're at 1939. <laughs> I'm just sitting here shaking my head. Yeah. Like, I can't <laughs> comment. Like, I'm just like, this is awful. Too, too much. So World War II begins. Um, it's just a horrible, shocking mess that we're all familiar with, so I'm not going to go into the mind games of war. Uh, but it was during this time that the Nazis went from expelling the Jewish people, just like kicking them out, to murdering them. And concentration camps didn't just become jails, but became death camps. While also imprisoning and killing Catholics, homosexuals, political dissidents, uh, gypsies and the disabled, they continued to target Jews above all other people, uh, some six million of whom were killed in German-occupied Europe by war's end. In 1942, the war turned against Germany. Hitler retreated due to illness, so I put illness in inverted commas too. Um, several attempts were made on his life, um, not just by outsiders but also by germans um and one was quite nearly successful imagine being that guy yeah um during this time he also tried to separate the british and american forces who had teamed up by this stage um and gave one last ditch um resistance effort in 1945 but then decided to like give up on that nah. he was like nah actually it's probably not gonna work 
Uh, it was also said that uh, his personal physician during this time and the many years prior was administrating a cocktail of drugs via injection to Hitler. An article in Rolling Stone states, Adolf Hitler, famous tier... I can never say this word. Tea to Taylor. Tea to Taylor, which is like he doesn't drink alcohol. Wait, and that's you. That's me. Learn that word. <laughs> I can't. It's a really hard. There's so many teas. Um, and Vegeta was a vegetarian. Was in truth a hopeless junkie. His final days spent in trembling and sweating withdrawal. His arms covered in track marks, begging for another injection of the haphazard melange of vitamins hormones, methamphetamine, oxycodone, and sometimes morphine, Ooh. which had kept him functioning throughout the functioning? world. Functioning? I'm yeah. dead on the first dose. Hitler had had enough by the end of the war, 1945. Mm. He shot himself on April 30th after <gasps> marrying his mistress and shopping. Oh. So, <laughs> so, close. so close. Sorry, we're recording this on April 29th. <laughs> yes, which on April 29th, he married his mistress and shop assistant, Eva oh. Braun, whom he refused to marry for the longest time. She was also 17 when they met. Um, yeah, and then I guess... Tomorrow, <laughs> seventy years ago, oh. he shot himself. Gross. But I do like, as I said before, like researching this. Um, I have to wonder, like, if somebody stepped in at some point, even from the very beginning, if he got into art school, became an artist, and traveled the world and sold his art. Yeah, he <sighs> he did so. That is that is like super duper quick in terms of his history, guys. Imagine but, um, imagine a world where we put like. Degas and Hitler. Yeah. Imagine if we were talking about their paintings yeah. as being like the painting of Hitler. Yeah. And like studying it for its beauty and its. Yeah. And no, no, no. no. He chose a different art form, yeah. which I'm not so happy with. No. And like, not only that, but 40 million plus people he's just a giant could piece have been of saved. shit yeah oh, i forget we can swear on this podcast we can yeah he's a fucking piece of shit yeah like i'm i there is a very there were obviously we were both went, oh, very early on in that story where we where we come from arts backgrounds and the and idea it's... of creativity being stifled and you not being able to live your dream is really sad but then the spiral effect of that became an absolute nightmare um yeah and it's interesting to then talk about what the conspiracy theory is post this. Yeah, so we're not entirely sure that he died. Hmm. Suicide? Maybe. Hmm. We'll see. All right. Mm-hmm. Let's check out this scumbag and his yeah. theory. The theory. The theory of said scumbag. <laughs> <laughs> so, conspiracy theories about Adolf Hitler's death dispute the fact that he committed suicide in the Führerbunker. <laughs> One word, apparently. It is. On the 30th of April, 45. Most of these theories hold that Hitler and his wife, Eva Braun, survived and escaped from Berlin and Europe in general. The theory that Hitler did not commit suicide but alternatively escaped with his wife was promoted by the Soviet government Mm. as part of its state-sponsored disinformation campaign. Well, look, I do... I find it funny that he would marry someone one or two days prior to killing himself. Yeah, my theory for that is 
doesn't have anything to do with <laughs> no. this. Right. But my theory for that was that he very potentially was gay. Yeah. Is what my thoughts on that situation is. Could be. Um, yeah. But that's a, a that's podcast a for another day. <laughs> podcast for another day. Um, but I thought it was really interesting that they had a state-sponsored disinformation campaign, which I yeah. suppose we have now. We just don't call it that. No. The myth was first presented to the public by a marshal whose name I cannot say and will not pretend I can at a press conference on 9th of June, 45, on orders from the Soviet leader, leader Joseph Stalin. Another one that was just... Just a class act. Great, guys. When asked at the Postum conference in July, 45, how Hitler died, Stalin said he was living in Spain or Argentina. This has been the springboard for various conspiracy theories, despite the official conclusion by Western powers and the consensus of historians that Hitler killed himself. Um, in 1947, 51% of Americans polled thought Hitler was still alive. Mm. I really do. I th- we think we need to stop polling Americans, to be honest. Because <laughs> so often, like, the polling information that I've got is American polls. I'm like, well, this didn't happen in America. This happened in Europe. Yes. And quite possibly they are, like, the centre of news. Yeah, potentially. Yeah. There's a lot of people in America. Um, so there is a book called Grey Wolf, The Escape of Adolf Hitler by British authors Simon Dunstan and Gerard Williams, which suggests that Hitler and Braun did not commit suicide, but actually escaped to Argentina. The scenario proposed by the two authors is as follows. A number of U-boats took certain Nazis and Nazi loot to Argentina, where the Nazis were supported by future president Juan Perón, who with his wife... Evita. These schools do teach you everything you know. These schools teach me everything. <laughs> when I when I was typing this up, I was like, oh, stop it! <laughs> Don't cry for me, Argentina. Don't cry for me, Argentina. You've got bigger problems, apparently. If you want to hear more musical theatre references, listen to our other podcast, Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know. <laughs> But maybe not. <laughs> uh, so, who with his wife Evita had been receiving money from the Nazis for some time. Very different musical, by mm. the way. Hitler allegedly arrived in Argentina, first staying at Hacendia San Ramon. Yeah. Hitler then moved to a Bavarian-styled mansion. Is that the word mansion? Yes. Have I ever read the word mansion Quite before? possibly, because that's it. <laughs> in Alco, a remote and barely accessible spot near the Chilean border. Um, around 45, Eva Braun left Hitler and moved with their daughter Ursula, and then Hitler died in February 62. Interesting. A declassified CIA document dated the 3rd of October 55 highlights claims made by a former German SS trooper named Philip Citron that Hitler was still alive and that he left Colombia for Argentina around January 55. Enclosed with the document was an alleged photo of Citron who and who was claimed to be Hitler. Mm. There's less Photoshop, I guess. On the back of the photo was written Adolf, and then a word that is... Schreitelmeier. Schreitelmeier, I think. But it's still... It's got so many umlauts, I can't tell what's can't. an I and what's an umlaut. No. And the year 1954. The report also states that neither the contact who reported his conversations with Citron nor the CIA station was in a position to give an intelligent evaluation of the information. Mm. 
And then we have declassified FBI documents containing a number of alleged sightings of Hitler along with theories of his escape from Germany. The FBI states that the information within those documents pertaining to the escape and sightings of Hitler cannot be verified. Oh. Mm. Okay. On 30th of May 1946, while the Soviets were investigating rumours of Hitler's survival, two fragments of a skull were retrieved from a crater where Hitler was buried. The left piece of the parietal bone and uh, sorry, had gunshot damage. It was kept in Russia's federal archives in Moscow and believed to be Hitler's for decades. In 2009, samples of the skull were DNA tested at the University of Connecticut by a bone specialising archaeologist. Mm. Well, aren't all archaeologists bone specialising? Uh, I want to say they're, yes. They're literally looking for bones. Anyway, the sample was found to be that of a woman under 40. Mm. However, neither former Soviet nor Russian officials have claimed the skull was the main piece of evidence, instead citing jawbone fragments and two dental bridges found in May 1945. The items were known to Hitler's dentist Hugo, let's just call him Hugo, and his assistant, let's just call her Kathy, and longtime dental technician Fritz Etchman. I can say you his can full say name. You can say that one. Yeah. Who confirmed that the dental remains were Hitler's and Braun's. In, in 2017, Philippe Carlier, or Charlier, a French forensic pathologist, confirmed that the teeth on one of the jawbone fragments were in perfect agreement with an X-ray taken of Hitler in 1944. So you have half of the skull as a 40-year-old woman. A woman under the age of 40. Under the age of 40. And, and you then, have the jaw that belongs to Hitler. Yeah. Interesting. 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 Look, there's also like a conspiracy theory, uh, we won't delve too much into it, is that he was uh, the, essentially the guinea pig for a lot of new medical pharmaceutical drugs to come out. And so he was actually just, uh, he, he was pushed into this position of power because of his charisma and blah, 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 but was actually just a puppet. So I think if that was to be true and that he was just the front man for a bigger yeah. conspiracy, then this potentially could be real. I because also... you could be like, you can't kill him. You don't do anything. Really. We'll just like throw him we'll in just and it'll be fine. Him He'll be no actual threat because he's actually not done anything. It's been everyone behind him. But at the same time, I wasn't there during that time. And so all I can go off is history and he's an awful dude and should never have been let out. So I feel like he needed to die in 1945. I just also had a really awful thought. It's potentially controversial, awful mm. thought. What if he wasn't male? Oh. What if he maybe was born a hermaphrodite? Maybe. I guess it would explain skull fragments and what it wouldn't explain the age of that skull fragment but it might explain why i mean back in the day they were a bit more sexist about strength maybe and maybe that's why he wasn't deemed fit for the army guys we're not about making up maybe that's why he didn't want to marry but here's a thought um look (laughs) i just don't think these are ponderings not conspiracy conspiracy theories um yeah, I don't know. Quite possibly. Quite possibly. I don't know. Who knows? I, don't, I haven't seen, like, a, a ton of pictures. I didn't want to look at it graphically. Pictures of Hitler's dick. <laughs> Katie Googles that on the daily. <laughs> no, I, 
don't no, just people that people listening to this Julie <laughs> just before she goes to bed no she's like oh, right nightmares <laughs> time to giggle I'm gonna have nightmares for the rest of my life <laughs> you're gonna think about that just as you fall asleep tonight oh, why <laughs> Anyway, back to this conspiracy theory before this whole episode goes completely off the rails. I can't imagine that so many people would allow him to stay living past. No. After the. No, someone would have tried to assassinate him again. Yeah. Even in Brazil. And several. I recognize this guy. You're dead. I just don't think governments would have allowed it. (sighs) No. Mm. What are your thoughts, ladies and gentlemen? Yes. Tell us. Can we trust this stormtrooper's account of <laughs> life? Um, Mr. Citron. Mr. Citron. See, um, mm. I don't know. You guys let us know. <laughs> um, you can find us on Facebook at Elvis Lives Podcast, or you can uh, email us at elviselivespodcast at gmail.com. That was a hard one to say today. And for now, that's it. And for that's now, that's it. Do. We don't but need all the socials. You can. Yes. Review us and, and rate us and subscribe. To and us. then tell all your friends to do the same. That's right. Yeah, that would be really helpful, guys. Yeah, be a pal. Be a pal. Enjoy the rest of your Monday or whatever you day can. you are listening <laughs> to this and we haven't destroyed the entire day. We may have just ruined your life. <laughs> We're so sorry. But we will see you next week to do it all again. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Guys, stop what you are doing. I've had an idea. Is this about the Queen's Purse again? About what it would be like to watch two movies at the same time? No, no, no. I've just been thinking, what if Menante's dad was a spy? Recently, that has been more of a fair question. Well, it is a question we can answer on our podcast, Majorly Distracted. Listen now on Spotify and iTunes. Tune in.